From my kitchen table somewhere in the Delaware Valley, this is our podcast we like to call The Pod Couple. I'm Phil John Ficaro, columnist for The Intelligencer. And I'm J.D. Mullane, columnist for the Bucks County Courier Times. Convicted sex offender and disgraced TV icon Bill Cosby is working the legal system in an attempt to have his three to 10 year prison sentence reversed for drugging and sexually assaulting former Temple University employee Andrea Constand in 2004. This week, the Pennsylvania Supreme Court heard Cosby's appeal. Uh, It was a virtual uh, uh, hearing. The court seemed deeply skeptical on Tuesday about whether five women should have been allowed to testify against Cosby Um, In his appeal, his attorneys have argued that Judge Stephen T. O'Neill of Montgomery County should not have allowed the other five witnesses to tell jurors their own accusations against Cosby. Several of the justices seemed troubled by the witnesses' testimony, saying it may have unfairly influenced the jury. The court is expected to rule on this appeal in a few months. J.D. Mullane, you and I spent a significant amount of time in that courtroom during both Cosby trials. We heard testimony, talked to accusers. I've been around this news business a long time, kind of sense when someone's lying or not. I'm sure you feel the same way. I believed every one of those women. What say you? Yeah, I, I, I think that uh, Cosby uh, got what he deserved. Um, he probably deserved a little more time given the uh, the testimony that we heard at his trial. Um, but, you know, I, I think that, you know, any trial I've covered where witnesses in the stand and, and testifying and starts going off on a tangent about their own personal experiences with the defendant uh, when not asked directly uh, is prejudicial to the case. And the judge generally tells that witness, you know, uh, to shut up, to stop testifying. So in this case, we had five women who were testifying and giving the jury their own, uh, you know, uh, painful recollections of uh, of their their assaults uh, allegedly by Bill Cosby. So I think maybe Cosby has a case here, Phil. You know, what troubled me as I read this account of the the hearing, it was a 75 minute virtual hearing uh, with the with the justices. Uh, you know, in Pennsylvania, you know, the inclusion of so-called prior bad acts testimony is rare, but in Pennsylvania, as in other states, it's allowed uh, if it demonstrates a signature pattern of abuse. And after sitting there listening to all these women tell pretty much the same kind of story about how they were drugged and assaulted by Cosby, that that seems to be a pattern of abuse. Um, But then as I read through uh, the accounts of the the virtual hearing, um, despite that, um, you know, Justice Christine Donahue said, frankly, I don't see a pattern of abuse. Now, how she can say that, I, I really, it, it boggles my mind. It, there is a pattern of abuse with this man. Um, and, you know, a jury took 14 hours to, to agree. Yeah, there's no question that uh, there was a pattern of, of abuse that, uh, you know, he paid off uh, Andrea Constand. Uh, and that was a, a deal that uh, you know, was a secret, you know, kind of like Donald Trump paying off the porn star, you know, with piles of cash uh, to keep her silence. And of course, when it got to, uh, um, you know, the politics of Montgomery County, it became a very good issue um, for the DA running at that time. And, uh, and so uh, those uh, court records that had been uh, sealed uh, by both sides and, and agreed to by the judge were unsealed. 
and this is where I think uh, with the Cosby case, uh, as I wrote back then, Phil, uh, there is a lot of selective outrage among people who don't like Bill Cosby. Um, you know, he, he uh, it, it, last week when they were uh, arguing before the, uh, the PA Supreme Court, the, the assistant district attorney in, um, in Monco, whose name escapes me uh, at the moment, uh, said that, uh, you know, uh, the reason why uh, he should not get out is because, you know, he built a, a level of trust of his status in the entertainment industry um, and because he held himself out. And her exact words were, uh, as a public moralist. And these, that, that, that phrase, public moralist, seemed familiar to me. So I did a little research, and, and wouldn't you know, uh, in 2015, the federal judge who opened, who unsealed uh, Cosby's testimony about how he was unfaithful to his wife and his use of quaaludes with, with women back in the 1970s when he was a, a movie star, a television star, and celebrity, um, the, the judge, uh, Eduardo Robrino, also uh, said that Cosby's really guilty of being a public moralist. And so that was the, the reason he, he placed to unseal these, uh, these federal court documents that revealed the whole pattern that, you know, is now before the Supreme Court again. So, and, and w w why did he hold himself out as a public moralist? Because um, people on the left have never gotten over his infamous pound cake speech. And I think that was to... Uh, um, the NAACP um, or, or a civil rights organization back in the early 2000s where he, he upbraided uh, a lot of poor black people uh, for their circumstances, for a lot of uh, failings, moral and otherwise. And it outraged a lot of people in, uh, who, who uh, you know, engage in the civil rights movement. So uh, they never got over their anger at Bill Cosby for saying the things he said at that speech. And I think he, he, he gave a, a similar speech um, uh, not too uh, much later to black entertainment, on black entertainment television. I think it was an <clears throat> award ceremony where he again reiterated his pound cake speech, you know, talking points. And that outrage never really ceased. And I think that really was a lot of the driving, uh, that, that was the driver behind get Bill Cosby and put him in jail, not really uh, so much the sexual assaults. And the reason I say that, Phil, is two words, me too. All those men in the, in the autumn of 2017 who we saw like daily on television being accused and, and seriously accused, not frivolously accused, of years, decades of sexual assault and harassment against women, where are they today? Well, they may have lost their jobs, but they're certainly not in a jail cell next to Bill Cosby. You know what I always found interesting about this, uh, troubling rather than interesting, was uh, Cosby's publicist, Andrew Wyatt, um, who would acknowledge, and, and rightfully so, that you know Cosby was a beloved figure, right? Everybody loved him. America's dad, as they used to call him, uh, because of his wildly successful TV show. But on the other hand, he's trying to paint this as a racial thing, that they're trying to take down a successful black man. So you kind of play on both sides of the coin here, which, uh, which I kind of think kind of worked against him. Um, you know, who hated Bill Cosby? 
I, I, I don't know who hated Bill Cosby. Um, you know, are, are 61 women going to get together and conspire to, you know, create this, this same similar story about Cosby drugging them and having, you know, sexually abusing them? Um, you know, again, I go back to being in that courtroom and being outside the courtroom and seeing these women um, just, you know, emotionally, you know, just riddled with pain. And then when the, the, the verdict came down that, uh, you know, he was going to jail, I, mean, I was there that day and they, they barely could be able to stand up. They were holding each other, sobbing and crying. You know, if that's an act, boy, they really fooled me. Um, I, I just no, can't I, believe I, everything they said. I don't think it was an act. I, I was no. there too. I saw it. I talked to uh, a few of them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, again, I, I, I think Cosby got what he deserved and he probably deserved a little more uh, given the, uh, the testimony uh, that we heard. But, you know, um, but then you have a case of Michael Oreskes. You know who he is? No. You, you probably have listened to his product for many years, as most uh, uh, journalists do. He was the uh, chief executive of NPR's news division. And for 20 years, Wherever he went, there were complaints from women of sexual harassment. And when he became a victim of Me Too, uh, he just disappeared. Um, there was no investigation. There was no New York Times uh, deep dive into how this man at the head of one of uh, left wing America's, uh, you know, most cherished, uh, you know, uh, facilitators of news just disappeared, you know, unlike Bill Cosby. And that's because Michael Oreskes uh, didn't make a pound cake speech. He wasn't a public moralist. Uh, he yeah. just left probably with his pension. And I think that's really unfair. You can go down the, the, uh, the roll call of famous white celebrities who never faced any criminal charges and were able to, you know, uh, pay off their victims like Cosby did. Um, I mean, you know, Justin Bieber, the actor Danny Masterson, who was actually charged with sexual yeah. assault uh, yeah. 20 years ago. Uh, the, the, the famous, uh, I'm not a soccer fan, but uh, Cristiano uh, Ronaldo. Ronaldo, uh, I think he's either Spanish or Portuguese soccer player. I mean, I think he paid a half a million bucks uh, for, for his accuser or accusers to go away. Ben Affleck, accused of groping women on camera, and he later said he doesn't remember any of it. I wonder if the camera did. I wonder what happened to that video. Matt Lauer, uh, Matt Lauer, excuse me, Matt, Matt Lauer. Yeah, Matt Lauer, and, and you know, one of my favorites, this is really heartbreaking for me, I love Garrison Keillor, you know, Prairie Homes yeah. and Patton. And, uh, you know, he's, you know, he, he was, for, for again, another one of these guys for decades, People just turned away. And you could say, well, Harvey Weinstein, the Hollywood director, the same thing. But, you know, uh, <clears throat> he got away uh, or, he, or he got what he deserved and he's in jail. But for every Harvey Weinstein, there's I don't know how many, uh, you know, white men walking around uh, free. And, you know, it's in their past now, unlike Bill Cosby. So I think that when you become a public moralizer, particularly when your morals um, are at uh, uh, cross uh, with, with the, the popular left. Uh, 
you're going to have a target on your back. And I think that's really what did Cosby in. You know, the, the Andrea Constand uh, case had, had been uh, taken care of, had been sealed and signed, sealed and delivered years before that. She got, what, $3.4 million, I think that was, that was the right. testimony, somewhere around there. And she was going to go on her way and, and until, you know, uh, Steele was running for, for DA in Montgomery County and found it to be a, uh, a, a good, you know, uh, you know, political issue. And it was, you know. So, um, you know, I, I think that, you know, like I say, Cosby got what he deserved, but there's a lot of other men who deserve just what Cosby got. But for some reason... You know, the DAs in their counties don't seem interested in, in uh, you know, tracking down victims and taking testimony and, and filing charges. Well, the court said they're not going to uh, render some kind of a decision for uh, a number of months. Yeah. Um, what do you think happens? Do you think he gets out? You know, I I don't know. Uh, I don't think he should. Um, but uh, like I said, I think there's a lot of other men who should be in jail cells next to him. Right. Um, you know, our Supreme Court has proven its partisanship with the Trump election. I mean, every every decision goes the Democrats' way. So uh, I guess it depends on how a uh, majority of the court feels about public moralists. Yeah. Um, you know, he's scheduled for his first date of release would be uh, September 25th, I believe, 2021. Uh, he'll be 84 at that point. Um, you know, uh, supposedly uh, blind uh, from glaucoma. Although when I was sitting in the courtroom and he was sitting up at the defendant's table, he would uh, routinely lift up some paperwork, some documents, and without glasses, without holding them up right up to his eyes, he would be reviewing the documents. And I always found that curious that uh, this well, blind you know, gentleman, this it, blind gentleman, was reading documents at the table. You know, uh, I, I, so that, that didn't bother me because I've seen it so many times. I mean, uh, it, it's just a little right. Uh, you it's, know, yeah, yeah, right. Every everybody who goes to jail has a walker as they go in with oxygen tanks, and yeah, I, I know, I know. You see the convicted um, felon when he's arrested, and then when he shows yeah. court, he he looks like you know your your favorite son-in-law or something. Right. You know, you know we. Yeah, we we had this little moment of levity here, but boy, this is this is serious business when somebody drugs and and sexually abuses uh, women. Uh, you know, whether it's one or whether it's sixty-one. Uh, in his case, um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens to him uh, when the when the court um, when the court renders a decision. And um, he'll he'll resume his uh, career. Well, <laughs> well career. maybe watch it. No more pound cake speeches. Yeah, I get you. So that's all the time we have for today's podcast. Uh, you can watch our podcast on Google, Apple, Spotify, or wherever you access your favorite podcasts, and you can read our columns and all of our informative and entertaining content at theintel.com, that's Intel with two L's, uh, couriertimes.com, and burlingtoncountytimes.com. Better still, subscribe to the newspapers. Loads of information and entertainment from around the world, your block, the country, only 99 cents for the first month. I'm Phil John Ficarra. I'm J.D. Mullane. 
and thanks for watching and thanks for reading.